Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand that finances can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, certified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, and I'm honored to be the founder here at Crystal Clear Finances over 25 years ago. Hard to believe how time has flying, flown by, I should say. And today I wanna focus on talking about, well, what's happened this year? Here we are already in the month of May, and there has been a lot that has gone on. So I thought, why don't we go back to some of the predictions that were out there, because anybody can make a prediction before there's war and high interest rates and inflation, and it makes it sound like, hey, easy to tell what's going on, but let's find out how good they did. And before we jump into these predictions, which I feel are so important to look at, because when you have a financial plan, you wanna hear what they're saying is coming down the road, not because you want to chase returns, but because you wanna evaluate where you are personally and what your goals are and have those changed based on economic situations, based on where you see the country going or certain circumstances. So we wanna make sure that we go over these predictions. Now, as I'm looking at the list that I have in front of me, and I realize you can't see it, so I'm going to share this with you. There are several places that I go to get economic information. The list I'm giving you are just public places so that you can have the ability to go and find this information yourself. In fact, when we talk about predictions today, I'm going to be using the information from Bob Dahl, who is a commentary, is also the chief investment officer at Crossmark. He has been with Nuveen for years. In fact, it was just recently that he said, you know what, I want to be more values-based in my investing, and so I'm going to leave my previous company that he was at and now he's here at Crossmark and he's continuing on the same way he always has by giving the top 10 predictions that he sees for the year and then evaluating through the year are they coming to pass and if not what happened and I think those are such crucial information. Another place that you can gather information besides, of course, here at Crystal Clear Finances and giving us a call and sitting down one-on-one -on -one, is we enjoy Kingdom Advisors. Now, Kingdom Advisors, if you're listening to our program regularly, you'll know that we just interviewed Rob West. He is an upcoming program that we're going to air great time uh, talking with him. He's the president of Kingdom Advisors as he's literally leading over 3,000 financial advisors across this country, helping to equip and encourage and empower them to be able to reach out to you, our listeners and those of you viewing online, to make sure that you're getting that faith-based financial planning, making sure that we have a biblical worldview in the choices that we make. And why is that so important? Well, because every day, yes, every workday, I should say, I have clients and prospective clients coming in that are concerned. They're concerned about digital currency. They're concerned about the executive order that was made on March 9th in regards to the Treasury Department looking into the 
uh, Bitcoin and all the different currency trading, thinking they may be able to help. And how does that lead to digital currency? How does that lead to will they be able to turn on and off uh, resources? So a lot of questions that I'm getting, a lot of questions when people are trying to say, well, I want to have a biblical worldview, but I also need to pay attention to what's going on here. Absolutely we do. And that's why it's so important to be getting information across the board from several resources when it comes to our economic condition. Another area where you can go and find information besides Crossmark, besides Crystal Clear Finances, is I want to list Eventide. Now, many of you joined us on our Eventide webinar when we talked about the power of investing and we showed how literally when, a co when companies are doing things that we don't like, we actually as investors have the power, have the authority to be able to say, you know what, then I'm removing my money and putting it elsewhere unless that it can come into an, an area that you agree in. So there is a power and a responsibility when it comes to investing. Eventide provides many different resources. Uh, Finney is one of their chief investments officers. He oversees some of the funds they do. This is great reading material. And just a few more that I would encourage you to look at, Jerry Bauer, he's got some great town hall information. And the reason why I'm giving this to you is yes, I would love you to come to Crystal Clear Finances. I would like to be your source for everything, top of mind when it comes to finances. But I don't just want you to come here. I want to empower you so that you know how to go out there, get the information so that when we do meet, when I say things, it's confirmation. You're saying, yeah, that resonates with me. I did my homework on it. So those are some places that you can start looking at. So why don't we dive into our Crossmark top 10 predictions that were put in January of 2022. And I want to evaluate them today. Like how are are they doing and how does that impact us? And of course, if you would like this information, you're more than welcome to give our office a call at 518-433-7181. We will email you a copy of it or fax it, whatever works best for you. And of course, you can go right to Crossmark yourself and download this if you're interested. So I want to start with one of the predictions that they had made at the beginning of the year. And again, this is Bob Dahl from Crossmark Global Investments. And he had said that that inflation uh, would increase, but then it would begin to fall. Now, I know we're looking at inflation right now, but I want you to think back for a moment. Can you remember about six years ago, maybe was it even 10 years ago, where gas prices went to $3 a gallon, which I know if anyone could find $3 a gallon right now, you'd all be thrilled. But remember back then when the gas went all the way up to $3, people panicked. They said, oh my gosh, it will never come down. And the economists were saying, wait a minute, slow it down. Gas prices will start coming back down and then they'll slowly begin a march upward. Do you remember that? So it went hit three and then we felt really good. Oh, it was $2.90, then $2.80, and we got to $2.65. We were loving life again and then it began creeping up and creeping up. And now you look at where we are today, the same thing happened, right? All of a sudden, $5 a gallon and we're thinking, oh my gosh. 
But the economists are saying that yes, it's going to come up, the inflation and the prices are all increasing. I don't know about you, but I ordered one thing on uh, the other day. I ordered it and within a week I ordered another one because I was so pleased with the product I bought and it went up over 50, yes, that's a five zero percent. So we are seeing that there is inflation, but what they're saying is that it's going to peak and then come back down. Now. Let me just preface this. Does that mean inflation's going away? <laughs> oh no, that is wishful thinking. We wish inflation was going away. But what they're saying is it reached this big peak, it's gonna pull back, very similar to what we experienced 10 years ago when it was in the gas prices, and then it begins the slow and steady march back upward. So we will see it continuing. So I'm gonna pause here for a moment. If the economists are saying that inflation has yet to peak, but it's likely going to do that in the second quarter. So remember, January, February, March, that's your first quarter. April, May, June. So this is when things are going to peak from what they're saying. Of course, no guarantees, but they're saying inflation will peak this quarter. Then that means hopefully third quarter and fourth quarter of the year, we're going to start seeing some prices going down. And of course, that will be selective. You got to think about the war going on. You got to think about supply chains. But when we're looking overall, when we're seeing it, yes, it should start coming down. But how do we prepare long term for all this inflation? How do we make sure that we're ready to deal with it? I mean, these are real issues that we have here. Well, we spoke probably uh, three or four weeks ago on the radio program, and I'm just going to quickly highlight it here. We talked about when we have inflation, one of the things that we need to do is we need to make sure we don't have lazy money sitting around. Now, people will say, Crystal, what is lazy money? Lazy money is money that sits there and doesn't earn you interest. Or I had several people that had money sitting in a savings account. They said, I didn't even get a 1099. If your money's not getting any dividend interest 1099, you got lazy money. And in this day and age, we can't afford to be lazy. We need even our cash to earn money for us. Now, here's where the misconception is, is that most people say, oh, well, if I have to get rid of my lazy money, are you saying that it all needs to be in the stock market? Goodness, no, we do not want to put everything in the stock market. Oh, after 25 years, hopefully you know me by now where I, yes, I believe in the stock market, investing in companies, but I also believe you have to have money outside the stock market, but the key is it must be growing. It can't be lazy money out of the stock market. Very little lazy money, maybe the two weeks or one month living expense in cash that you're keeping at home, maybe the one to two months living expense that you're keeping in your local bank getting point nothing, but above that, those are conversations that we need to sit down and have and say, how do I put this someplace so I can get at least 3% with this money? Does that keep totally up with inflation? No. But if you go back and look historically over inflation rates, you can see that we had periods of time where inflation was high, then it came back down low. So we just want to make sure, are we getting at least 3 to 5%? When we also talked about inflation, and I won't do a whole program on it today, but I also want to re remind you, we did talk about the importance of stocks. And in some of these predictions, as we go through, it is important that we know what type of stocks to own. 
See, when we own stocks, that, that's shares of a company. So pretend this highlighter here costs the company, and let's say it's from, a, from a Staples right down the road. Not that I'm promoting Staples stock, so relax. This highlighter, let's say it costs them all of 10 cents to make before inflation kicked in. And now it costs them 50 cents to make. Well, all they're going to do is now market at a dollar so that you buy that at a dollar because the companies are designed, good companies are designed to adjust with the ebb and flow of the economy and make sure they do what's necessary to stay in business. Well, I want to own a piece in this example of Staples because if it has the highlighter that it's now selling at a dollar, that means it's still making profit on it. And I want to be part and own a company that's still making profit so that my shares can increase, right? We all know how do we make money in the stock market two ways, right? By the share price, it goes from hopefully $20 to 25 to 30 to 35 right? It keeps climbing up. Of course, in a down market, it kind of goes the other way, it seems like. Well, in the down market, that's why it's so good that you're having dividends, because those are the two ways. The share price and the dividends is how you can make money in the stock market. And when the stock market's down, one of the things to kind of keep in mind is, okay, so instead of focusing on now, gee, my share is only worth $15 and it used to be worth $30. Okay, why don't we share, focus on the fact that during down markets, what we really want to look at is how many shares, not how much the shares are worth, but how many shares are we scooping up during this time? And not just getting any stock, right? We don't want to get companies that are selling highlighters that cost them 10 cents and now because of inflation cost them 50 cents to make and they're only selling it for 51 cents. No, I don't want that company or the company that never raised their prices so they're going to go out of business. During down markets is where I see the ideal time to buy companies that know how to keep up with inflation while their share price has been pushed down by the economy. It's not that they're bad. So when you're looking at everything going on in the market, I'm wondering if perhaps a thought that should go through your mind is, what would be a company that will be able to deal with inflation that is positioned in a way it can take advantage of what's going on, not take advantage of people, but can take advantage of going, what's going on and position itself properly so the company and its shareholders profit. That's the type of company we wanna make sure that we have because that helps us with inflation. So those of you who decide, you know what, I'm gonna focus right now on just how many shares I have of a company as opposed to how much those shares are worth, just kind of put it on your calendar, maybe three, five years from now, those are when I can see what people did during down years. I see it reflected three to five years later. And people always say, well, wait a minute, how come my neighbor or how come this happened and their accounts are so high? And then they wonder because they were in and out and didn't want to participate in the market. They wonder why theirs didn't grow too. It's because what you do in those down years, just like everything in life, what you do during those hard times 
is really where the growth happens. It's just reflected a couple years later. So that was a very long way of saying point number two for the prediction with Bob Dahl and the Crossmark Global Investments when he said inflation has yet to peak. It's going to peak, he believes, in the second quarter. And then he believes it's still going to be around. Well, yes, inflation will be around. But that's good news, I would think those of you listening to say, okay, so maybe it's going to peak between April, May, and June, and we can see it slowly trending back. And now you have steps you can take, and we can come alongside and help you position so that when it starts its slow and steady march upward and the cost keeps going up, you're ready for it. So let's talk a little bit more. Let's go down their list of these predictions that he had said. And one of the predictions was, is that stocks would experience their first 10% correction since the pandemic and fail to make the gains widely expected. Huh, do you think that was true or false? Well, if you've been watching the first half of the year, you can see that we have had corrections. You can see that, oh, okay, everything that seemed to just be going straight up, people were saying, wait a minute, you mean the stock market actually goes down? Mm Mm-hmm, but not like it did when we had uh, the COVID came out and everything went down. In this situation, yes, we did see the pullback, but if you're watching, are you watching that two-step forward, one-step back dance that's going on in the market, right? Where you have those two days where things are good and then it pulls back. But if you look at the trend, and this is what we're sitting down with many of our clients and we're able to show them, look, here's the trend, the chart that we show them from the first time you started working with us. We sometimes just go back to 2017 and we say, okay, from 2017 to where we are today in 2022, what's been going on? for them to be able to see, okay, my accounts are still in good shape, and then be able to break out this year and see, oh, I see that two-step that's happening. It did go down, now we're seeing a two-step trying to work its way back up. Is there any guarantee that will end positive? No, but according to the prediction, they're saying that they believe it could end positive for the year, But again, past performance is never an indicator of future performances. So I always dig in and I say, hmm, if you're telling me that you think the market's going to end good, even with everything that's going on, what in the world would help? What's contributing to that belief that you have? Well, one of the things that's contributing to the belief is as interest rates go up, right? And we're seeing that happen. Individuals who wanted to buy a house, but were kind of waiting on the sideline, they were waiting for, you know, the perfect house to come along or house prices to come down are now realizing, ooh, I may want to go and buy that house now while I can still afford the payment based on the interest rate. And then you have those individuals who say, you know, I've been thinking of selling, but I didn't know. Now they're realizing, wait, if I want to get top dollar, maybe I should sell it now while people can still afford to buy it. When this happens, what does that do? That creates money in our economy, right? People are buying, people are selling, and then you get the new house and well, gee, we need a new couch. We can't take the old couch to put into the new house. I mean, 
How would that look? And you have this whole spending that starts happening. That plays into part of when they're saying, listen, yes, the economy uh, and inflation went up. If I should say not the economy, inflation went up. We do see that they feel that it's going to peak this quarter and then start making its way down. They do see that the market went down, but is now in this two-step shuffle working its way back. And with all the things playing together, inflation starting to come down, right? And then the market starting to come back, people buying and selling, have to refurnish their homes, cars finally becoming available. That's where they're starting to say that's part of just, just part of the data that's in there where they believe that it could end positive. Now, can we guarantee that? No, but do we look at the information, which is why we go to sites like Crossmark Global Investments. It's why we go to Eventide. It's why we read things on Inspire, why we read things with Value Line, Kingdom Advisors. We look for quality areas where we can go and begin to get that information we need so that we can make educated decisions. This keeps us from trying to run after returns or looking at when the market's down. You know, when I sat down with someone the other day and I was able to say, okay, your account's down 7.19%, I think it was. And so we stepped back and we said, but let's look at what it's done over the entire period. Now let's look what it's done this period and look where you still are. There's a lot of good positive news still in here. And by having information, that's when we can pull it all together and not be reactionary. Well, I'm looking at the clock. We're going to take a quick 30-second break. And then when we come back, I'd like to go through some more predictions to let you know, okay, so we saw the prediction about inflation falling. Well, that hasn't happened yet. But the prediction is that it should be about second quarter. So I say next quarter, let's follow up with Bob on this one and see if it happened. And we also talked about the facts that the stocks would experience a correction. Well, that's just a fact of life, so that part's correct, but what we're waiting to see is where will we end this year, and we'll be back in just 30 seconds with more Crystal Clear Finances. Faith-based investing has three main objectives, avoid, embrace, and engage. This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. You can avoid investing in companies that support agendas in direct contradiction to your beliefs. You can embrace investment opportunities designed for kingdom impact. And you can engage by challenging companies to do better in the areas that are compromising to our biblical worldview. Every dollar we invest can be used to avoid, embrace, and engage in faith-based investing. Call Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181 and begin faith-based investing today. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. I am excited to be here with you today. Today, we are talking about predictions. And to me, that's so important because at the beginning of the year, all the economists come out with, this is what happened this year. And I like to kind of check and put their feet to the fire and say, well, what really did happen? Because these predictions, when economists begin to say, or chief investment officers or individuals who are working with literally billions of dollars begin to say, this is the way I think that it's going to be going, I want to make sure that the people I'm listening to 
Well, they're, they're mostly right. I mean, can they be 100% right? No. But when we're looking at the predictions, I am confident uh, that the information that I'm receiving is lining up with what I'm doing with my clients. And I feel good about that. They feel good about it. So stocks, we already went that one. So let's go to the next one. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit slower. I know I get excited, talk really fast. So let me pull it back a little because I want you to hear this. One of the predictions was that cyclical value and small stocks were going to outperform the defensive growth and large stocks. And I know that in March, if we go back and look at March's data, you can see up oh, the growth stocks actually did better than the value stocks. But what we want to do is we want to take a look at this because overall, the small and the cyclical stocks, they did outperform the defensive just like they said they would. Now, you might be thinking, I have no clue what you just said. But this is the point of it. When you're sitting down with a financial advisor, they need to be saying, okay, let's look at this year. What type of stocks, what categories are they saying are going to do well energy financials fertilizers like where are they focusing so that they can make sure that you are positioned that if this is accurate you have a piece of that moment in the sun so that your account can do better these are the things that we want to look at now again can they be guaranteed no but we want to begin looking at this information. Here's another one, which I thought was really good. And yes, this is heading in the right direction based upon his prediction that financials and energy will outperform utilities and communication services. So if you go back and we look at first quarter, which again, January, February, March, energy stocks have outperformed every other sector by a wide margin. So hopefully, when working with a financial advisor, when they sat down and they said, okay, let's look at your plan, let's look at what's going on this year, they knew to say, okay, we need to make sure that we add some energy. We need to make sure we add fertilizer. We need to make sure we add this over here. All different types of holdings so that your account could go through this season and hopefully take advantage of any potential opportunities. The other things that it said in here is that financials and utilities have been kind of in the middle of the pack and communication services have been the worst performing sector in the first quarter. Now, this is really important because if you're looking at your accounts and you're saying, I don't understand why my accounts are, are down, well, look, are you in communication services? Are you in those type of stocks? I mean, just look what's happening with Netflix. Look at, which I know is past the first quarter. But, I mean, begin looking at the different stocks that pop up in the news in different areas and begin to understand those pieces of information can be directly related to your account. And that's why paying attention to see what are they saying about this year? What are the areas? Is it value over large stocks? Is it making sure that there's not as much communication skills in your portfolio? Or if there is, making sure that they're quality stocks, quality companies, and that you're aware of it going in so you can expect the downturn. See, 
it's not bad, in my opinion, that we have these downturns. Because if you have good quality stocks that go down because that sector is out of favor right now, it usually, and again, no guarantees, but it usually comes back into favor at some time. So if it's a good company that knows how to adjust and raise its prices, do what needs to be done to become profitable, then use the opportunity. Many people will use this opportunity to buy more stocks while it's low. Now, again, I don't want you to misconceive what I'm saying and say, oh, well, Crystal just told me to go out there and buy more stocks and just buy even if my account's down. Not at all. What I am encouraging you is to go speak with your financial advisor. If you don't have a financial advisor, I would love to serve you. Our number here, 518-433-7181. You can call and get a free initial consultation. But regardless, whether you use the services here at Crystal Clear Finances or you have your own advisor, talk to them and ask them, where do you see certain sectors are going to do really good this year? and see if it's lining up with what you're researching on it and begin to say, okay, well, if I'm in that sector that did poorly, am I in good quality companies? Because even good companies have bad days and bad years. And that's the time when we begin to take advantage of it. Well, I'm looking at the time and realizing that we are running out of time. I want to make sure that I just quickly mention on the values-based investing, one of the predictions was this would continue to grow. And by values-based, remember, it's what you believe. Those have continued to grow in the billions. There is a moving, and I don't like to say trend. It is a moving mission where people are saying, I am putting my money where I believe. I'm taking it away from companies I don't believe in. And that continues to grow. Well, I am going to bring this uh, program to a close. I want to encourage you. When we've gone through these predictions, how did it line up with your portfolio? Were you prepared are you still prepared for the end of the year? I mean, we've got 10. We barely just touched on all of them. And we have half the year to go. So I would encourage you, give our office a call at 518-433-7181. Let's sit down. Let's have a free initial consultation. And let's see how your portfolio lines up with what many of the economists are predicting for this year. So give us a call. And I'll tune in next week with you as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.